Our events at Club 400 are unique and authentic. Everyone from players to front office, from coaches to beer vendors, have passed through the McVicker house. At these events, Stu and Bill take their guests of honor aside for a no-limits tell-all for everyone to enjoy. And this one is one of our favorites. Here is the always honest and no-strings-attached Miguel Montero. I want to tell Miguel, where's he at? Miguel, he's in the, around the corner. Let's give it up for Miguel Montero, everybody. So I want to tell you this. This ain't just the man cave where we're throwing a party and we got a lot of beer here. We have raised over $300,000 for charity for Cub fans since 2014. The goal is $1 million, all right, out of a basement. For the best fans around, the best fans are you guys, the Chicago Cub fans. The best fans in Major League Baseball, though, by far. (laughs) By far, you guys are the best fans in the game. And, uh, you know, I only played with the Cubs for two and a half years, and you guys make me feel like I I played with you guys for the my whole career. Uh, people ask me sometimes, well, oh, what teams do you play for? And I can't even remember. I just remember the Cubs. <laughs> true story. True story. I'll tell you what. When we got Miguel to come out here tonight, I was so excited because I have. I'm on, I want to state this as a fact. I go to all the charity events, obviously, to... Uh, you know, put Club 400 out there. And this guy never hid in the VIP area. He came out and he hung out, he hung out with the fans. And he drank beer with the fans. He took pictures with the fans. That's why I wanted you out here, Miguel, because that's the type of guy you are, man. Thank you. Uh, you know, the reality as, the reality as an athlete, uh, we all think that, you know, we are the stars. We're like, oh, yeah. Guess what, though? We are nobody without you guys behind us. Uh, you see all these guys making, all oh, these guys make $30 million. Yeah, because the fans pay for it. Nobody else pays for it. It's not the cops. It's, not, it's just the fans, the city. And uh, you guys deserve a good treatment, though. And uh, that's why I like to hang out with the fans. And today, I'm having a blast. I gotta catch up. A, I gotta catch up a plane at seven oh five. He'll be hungover. <laughs> this is my radio partner. I Will. done that before, <laughs> so it's not a big deal. <laughs> I, I I don't. I didn't have to catch a plane before, but I had to catch a game before that. So, and I done it. So it's all good. So, keep the party going. That's right. That's my radio partner right there. Radio. We started Club 400 Radio, and it's exactly what you said, Miguel. It's about the fans. We're doing. It's you know the forgotten part of Chicago Cubs baseball is the fans. So the radio show is about the fans. And uh, I'll tell you what, we're gonna raise a million bucks, and we're gonna do it real soon. Thanks to guys like this right here. That's right. And I want to pull a Stu McVicker here and try to get a cheap applause from everyone. So you're a 2016. World champion. How's that feel? Yeah. Well, we all are, though. You guys are, too, though. We would have done it without you. Seriously. That's right. I mean, in our clubhouse, our, top, our talk was, 
We need to get it done for the city, the town, the state, everybody. So let's go, you know, let's, let's rock. There's no excuses about we're tired. We, we're good to go. In, in reality, did you feel pressure about all the generations of Cub fans for all those years that haven't won and all the pressure we felt? Did you, could you feel that in the clubhouse? You know, it's funny because I live in Arizona and I'm a, and I'm a member on a, on a country club in Arizona where everybody's from Chicago. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, sarcastically, I, you know, I, I, I sign up, for, try to be a member, and three weeks later that I signed up, uh, I got traded to the cops. <laughs> yeah. I got accepted two weeks later. <laughs> and, the, and the waiting list is three years. <laughs> and that's true. That's when it's true. You got to know somebody, though. <laughs> it's all about knowing someone. And, and no, I'm dead serious. Like, Michael Phelps is a member now, but he waited three years. <laughs> and he's, he's got 23 medals. <laughs> 23 medals. I wait three weeks. Miguel, you've been accepted to our club. Because <laughs> you got the cops jersey now. Uh, yeah. yeah. I tell you, cops jersey open the doors in a lot of places. A lot of places. How many meals have you had to buy in Chicago, actually, since you won the World Series? I hope none, but... I tell you, I tell, honestly, like, after I hit the World, the, the, the Grand Slam, so I have, the, I have my whole family. The Grand my, Slam! Oh! Yeah. Whoa! I got lucky there, though. <laughs> I really got lucky, though. I was, I was in two strikes, and my mind was like, do not strike out, all right? O2 count, do not strike out. Just put it in play, make something happen, get yourself out, but do not strike out. Boom, boom. Oh, man. One of the loudest I've ever heard Wrigley when he hit that grand slam, dude. I mean, that doesn't get any better than that. Uh, what do you think when you hit it? Were you, what, what were you oh, thinking when you were around the bases? I, I, I didn't know. Yeah, uh, honestly, honestly, I, I didn't even know what to think because... When I, when I touched first, I was thinking about the Kirk Gibson thing. <laughs> and then I'm like, no, that's already used. Uh, what do I do? I'm like, whatever, man, just run the bases. Oh, God. I'll, I was there, and I'll tell you what, that's one of my... Uh, that was like, holy shit, we're going to do this, you know? I mean, that was... Uh, and... and when you look at it, I think it was a turning point too. I don't, I, you know, like I don't want to brag myself, but you know, next day we no, lost you, one you nothing. You can hear it, Club Four Hundred. Go hey, ahead. <laughs> next day we lost one nothing, so we would be only two because guess what? If we would have scored a run there, the Dodgers were gonna, they were spiral right now. Oh, we tied the game against Chapman. It was three nothing, and we tied the game against Chapman. Now we got him. And all of a sudden, there's like four runs out of nowhere. And guess what? You guys remember what happened after that homer? <laughs> I don't remember the homer. <laughs> it was hard to see it, though. It was like, man, he did a back-to-back -back homer. It really wasn't back to Well, nobody No one remembered his homer. <laughs> I swear to God, no one remembered But you know what, though? He was huge for our team, oh, though. Oh, yeah. 
I think every guy on that team was huge. Every 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 guy made a contribution enough to to be a world champs, and that's why we were world champs. I think right. I think we were talented enough to win it all. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start a little controversy right here because Miguel, I'm gonna tell you this right now. You got job for some reason. I don't know why, but this guy had the game-winning yeah! hit. All right, we all love we all love no, 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 no. without this technically, guy. Can... Technically, he's not the game-winning RBI, and that's true though. That's a true story. Technically, he's not the game-winning RBI, and I want to be clear with that for all the people. Is a lot of people support me and telling me like, "Hey, you got the game-winning RBI." Thank you, but technically, that's not true. I got the insurance wrong. <laughs> I got the insurance wrong. Guess what? He ended up being insurance. Yes, it did. And thank God for that because I was always like, man, why doesn't anybody talk about this hit? This was the biggest hit ever, you know? We had oh, well, you know what? People don't talk about my hit and the Cubs don't talk about Because after the World Series, after the parade, I had a, a good in interview with ESPN and... <laughs> You know, you guys all know, though. Yeah. But that's me, though. I, I, uh, that's who I am, though. Guess what, man? I'm, oh. That's who I am. Dude, and, that, and that, that, that is another thing I love about you. This guy tells the truth. He keeps it real. That's another reason why I wanted you out here tonight. Because you know, it's, it's, I much rather be hate. Somebody's going to hate me because I told him the truth. But he's going to realize that later on in his life, he's like, man, you know what? He told me how it was. Yeah, right. uh, you know, a lot of people is like, well, you know, yeah, we won the World Series. Oh, Mickey was about. Uh, no, I wasn't. I honestly wasn't. He's just like, you know what? We had a 25 guys. And they all contribute in the regular season to be where we were. And all of a sudden, forget about 25. Nah, I mean, like, 17 of those guys? You forgot about those guys? I mean, like, really, it's, it's not fair. And a lot of guys, the problem was a lot of guys want to speak up. And I'm, I'm true, though. You know, I don't care. I'm already retired. Who cares? <laughs> a lot of the guys didn't speak up because they were afraid to lose their job. Right. I had a guarantee contract, though. <laughs> I was okay. <laughs> So I'm like, you know what? I say it. But you know, the problem was that nobody backed me up, and that hurts. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody backed me up, and that kind of hurts. We're backing up here right now, Club 400. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to ask you, man, like, did you get any royalties on all the shirts sold with We Are Good shirts? Or, uh, <laughs> uh, I, actually, uh, I actually signed a, uh, a form that uh, it was all for surety, and... I didn't want any money for that, though. You know, like, I, as long as everything is for surety, I'm good with it. God give me with a lot. So whatever can be for surety and help somebody else and help people that really need it, I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy to do it again. And over and over, and it's awesome. So, yeah, they came up to me, and they asked me, like, hey, you want, you want to sign? You want percentage of them? We're good, sure. So I'm like, I don't want a penny. Because you know what? We're good. We're good. Yeah. So I got to ask you, when you, I think it all started when you tweeted it out, right? And that, did you know that was going to be that We actually big? came out with like a five, 
game loose in the street. And everybody's like, oh my God, we all terrible again. And then I say, you know what? We all going through a tough time, but I like my team because I really did. And it was honestly, it was, I was just, because I love Chicago and I was sitting in my, I had a, I re, I had a really good penthouse in Michigan <laughs> Avenue. So I was sitting in front of the lake watching it and I'm like, I'm tweeting and I'm like, <clears throat> tweeting and I'm like, don't worry about guys. And, uh, well, you guys know those. Since I'm not playing with the cops, I don't tweet. I don't know why. I know. This guy's you not know, like, he's not fun anymore. Like, I'm like, man, I wanted to tweet something, but to who? <laughs> oh, we're all, like, uh, we're all You know what? I'm going to start tweeting again a little bit some. I'm going oh. to start getting involved in Instagram a little bit more. I just, it's just like, it's hard to do it sometimes. It's just like, okay, well, you know, like, because it's, it's, it's hard, though. It's hard, like, you know, when, when you play for such a good team and, and great organization, great fan base, and, and then you, you leave the team, they let you go, they release you, they kick your ass out of the team, <laughs> and they say you're a bad guy. No! And then you come and play against that team. And you hit a homer against that team. And you hit another double. And guess what? Honestly, honestly, I hit a double and a homer against a one guy that I was hoping to get myself out. And that's why I probably hit that because I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to do nothing. I'm like, man, get me out. It was Kyle Hendricks. I love him to death. I really love him. And then I text him after the game. And I say, man, I'm sorry. Like, I, I didn't want to do any of that, though. <laughs> I texted him. I'm, I'm like, man, I'm sorry. I didn't want to do any of that. And he was like, Mickey, it's all good. He's like, but you know, I got a lot of secrets with Kyle. I caught it for a while. So I know a lot of things that he does. And I know what he's going to throw every time that he does that, though. <laughs> so... The good thing is, like, I didn't tell my ex-teammates with the Blue Jays the things that he did when he was going to throw the fastball, when he was going to throw the changeup. I didn't tell any of those guys, so, so they didn't know anything. And he still dominate everybody else except me. <laughs> That's great. Uh, if you don't know, uh, where's John and Anne-Marie? They're in the house tonight. The Hendricks family's here. Uh, yeah, they are, and I love him. Oh, and I'll tell they you what, are, they and are, I love, love you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, he won't get it. He won't get the other drink, so I got this. this is, the Q&A is going to get long, yeah, guys. Tough. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. We ask all the tough questions. Miggy's in the house. <laughs> I tweeted Miggy Day. I, I said, I hope you're ready to party, buddy. So. <laughs> Hi, you know what? I got a seven-month-old, so I've, I've been waking up in the middle of the night. But it's all good. It's all good because we're uh, gonna uh, take some questions from the crowd. Uh, Garrity, yeah. um, uh, we'll take a mic out here. Uh, we'll pass this around here. Crowley will go first. Oh, Crowley, we're gonna have Crowley go first. Yeah. The ring bearer for Miguel Montero. Yeah, he gave me the ring. Yeah. Honestly, when he was holding my ring, I was like, "Please do not run with that ring, because I'm gonna chase you down." 
I was thinking about it. I'll tell you what, Carly, I don't think you could present it to a better guy than this guy right here. You know? No, it, it's a special bond, man, to be able to present it. And I told him, you know, 40000 at Wrigley, and I shook his hand. I looked at him, I said, we are good. You did it. And that just meant everything to me to be able to be in there and give it to a guy that great. Um, Miggy, I know that one time Joe Madden was asked, who do you think is going to be a manager out of this team? And everyone's kind of expecting David Ross. But Joe said, Miggy would make an excellent manager. Have you thought about that in the future, and what was it like playing for Joe Madden? What? Do I like to play for Joe Madden again? What, what do you say again the last time? <laughs> Have you thought about managing in the future, and what do you think it was like playing for Joe Madden? You know, the reality is, like, I would love to manage again, but I don't want to manage, I guess, with all this analytic BS, BS thing going on. You know, uh, if we were to put a good team together on the field and we lose, it's my fault. I don't want to blame the economic guys. Like, oh, he plays economic. Like, he went to study, like, Harvard Economics. Yeah, really? Like, did he run the bases before? No. Oh, because he knows math? What do I care? That's when I would really like to manage a game. Like, you know what? You put a... We got a good team on the field. I'm going to run the team. We lose, I take responsibility because it's a good team on the field. If we lost, it's not about a matchup. Oh, this lefty, he wasn't supposed to get this lefty out. No. Anything can happen in baseball, man. So that's when I was, I, I probably think about being a manager. I got an offer of manager job already, though. I'm sure he did, yeah. And I'm like, man, you want to offer interview, interview job. I'm like, I don't want to interview. I don't, want to, I don't even want to go there because you know what? I'm going to tell you like that. Like I'm not, I, don't, I don't want you gigs to come down and tell me the lineup. So why do you want to interview me? Who say Ossi Guillen? Yeah, exactly. Just like that, though. I'm just not going to say about Castro is a good guy. Fuck that. Castro suck. The communist sucks. That's what Venezuela is the way it is right now because all the communists. That's what he messed it up, though. That's what Aussie messed it up. But yeah, Aussie is a good example, though. I love Aussie, though. I love Aussie. I love Aussie. In fact, I'm gonna, he's going to be our first White Sox player over here. Uh, Manager at Club 400, because he, tell, he tells it like it is. Uh, that's yeah, what I love. Yeah. You like it good if you don't, well, you know, so be it. Yeah, right, exactly. Go Bob? Ahead. Miggy, I've got two, two quick questions. Uh, one, the shifts in baseball. I want to know your thoughts about the shifts and the emphasis and all that. And secondly, so many more ball clubs now are de-emphasizing scouts. And they're going to, like you said, analytics. Your thoughts on that as well? Well, first of all, scouts are getting out of the game. Scouts are, they're not helping anymore because we got computers. We got computers and go, computer tells me this guy walked so many times and he hit a homer so many times. So why do I want to scout to know what I got on, on high school? Guess what, man? Scouts, they know about swings. High school, they throw 85. Bigly, they throw 95. So the swing path is different. The swing speed is different. So maybe it's not going to work that well. 
So scouts, they're not really taken seriously anymore. So they still got scouts because it's something that is tradition to have scouts, but they're not really using it anymore. The other question was what? Oh my God, this Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. You know, the good thing about the chef is was like, every time I see everybody moving to the right side, I told the catcher, I'm like, don't worry, man. I'm going to hit a fly ball. <laughs> I'm going to hit a fly ball. But you know, the thing about the chef is, I think it gets on the hitter's head. It's not so much about like, Oh, I hit it right what I wanted, and it was somebody there. No, I think it gets into the hitter's head so much. Then they try to beat the chief. Like, okay, I got everybody in lefty. I got everybody in the right side. I got that wide open hole. I want to beat him. I'm going to hit it over there. And it gets, into, it gets in your head so much, then you end up just rolling over. And they be like, oh, man, yeah, we were right. It's more like it gets in, in our heat, like get in our mind more than anything else. Um, I, I honestly don't know. Like it just maybe work. Yeah. But they don't pay for work, for bun anymore though. So it's like, why, why, why did you bun? Well, I got on base. We don't care. Well, what if you walk? Oh, yeah, we like walks. Well, it's about the same. Except my barring average goes up though. You know, it's like people like now these uh, all these gigs guys go like, oh, we don't like bunts anymore. We don't like to give up a now just to advance one base. Okay, you don't bun. Grand ball double play. Next guy got a base hit to the middle. Runner first. No, two outs. Two outs now. Well, that guy would have scored. One out, one run. Now what? Oh, we don't like to give out an out. All right, whatever, man. It's, 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 just a, it's just a... Back in the days, I mean, you guys are a lot older. Some of you guys are a lot older than I am. Uh, Miggy, what are you, 37? What are you, 37? Hey, 36? you're still a baby, man. 35. Oh, shit. Thir oh, shit. Dude, that's amazing. 35 years old. I'm 45. I can catch right now nine innings, anyone. <laughs> Hey, you know, you know, you know what really made me sad, honestly? I went to a Giants game as a fan. And they they ended up playing extra innings. And then I was like front row right there. They give me a good tickets. I also. And I'm front row right next to the Cubs dog out. And Rizzo comes to me, he's like, oh man, we need you. Like, man, I thought I was a bad teammate though. Oh, oh you, 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 you clutch. I thought I was a bad teammate, though. What, what do you need me for now? Go hit it. You're the one to start right here. Go hit it. Wow. This is why we wanted to make it here tonight. Yeah. No. Hey, you know, it's shit. been for me to know what you want to say it. That's awesome. All right, we got questions. We're right, here, right here. All right, right there. Hey, I wait for him to take his whiskey. I think I have a way to get you back on the Cubs. 
because they need a good catcher again besides you know, Kutcher. You know over, what? Over here, right here, that's Jim Hickey's brother, Dan Hickey. He's a pitching coach on yeah. the Cubs. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, Dan or Jim has taken a lot of heat this year, and they won 95 games, and he was out two pitchers, which I think is a crock of crap. But I did want to send this to you. Derek Shelton just sent me. Derek Shelton was the uh, coach on the Blue Jays. You very well loved them in Toronto, too. And he sent this back to me just a second ago. He said, Miggy's a good man. Enjoyed being around him. He can really hit. Tell him I said hello. I can really hit. I knew that. Yeah. Every this time. Is this is from Toronto. I knew Shelton. that, though. You know what? It's, it's all about psychology. It's about your mind. You know, it's nothing that you can do, though. We can do it all. If your mind is in the right place, you can do it all. And in my mind was one thing always right. I can hit. You know, and I always like those tough situations because I got nothing to lose. It was, you know, it was, if you were three, four, ten, like one, uh, like, yeah, one, three, four, ten, you're a Hall of Fame. So you fell in seven times. So it's like, well, you know what? This is a game of failures. I'm supposed to fail right now, though. Why do you care? Let's go hit. And that's why it made me probably better hitter. And... But Shelton was a great guy, and I spent a, three months only with Toronto. Uh, but you, you were talking about his question. I don't want to answer that, though. Because, no, I don't want to say that. Well, I will, He's I will. recording, too, though. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> that far, though. You know what? I, I probably need seven more of those drinks to say it, but I'm not going to say it right now. I ask a lot of players this, and I, I wanted to ask you about how it felt when you got the call to the major leagues. Like, I, obviously, it's something you work for your entire life. And when they said, hey, you're going to the show, I mean, how, how much did that mean to you as a person? You know, when I, when I signed as a professional baseball player, uh, I had three goals. Three goals. My first goal was learn the language. Second goal was be a good teammate because you know what? If you speak the language, be a good teammate, I can still get a job as a coach, scout, or something. And the third one was always, you know, obviously being a big leaguer. But I didn't really like my chances to be a big leaguer that much because when I came up to the U.S., I saw so much good talent all around. And I'm like, man, I don't know if I can compete with any of these guys. That was a true story, though. And, but you know what? Growing up, my dad taught me, always, always taught me one thing. And he said, well, he's got two nuts. <laughs> and you got two nuts. <laughs> so let's go for it. So I was there, and I'm like, man, you know, yeah, I know he's got two nuts, but I hit the ball 500 feet, and I got two, but I hit it 375. <laughs> but the reality was that 375 would make it across the board the same as it's 500 feet. So I was like, well, you know what? Well, I got a chance because you know what? They don't measure the distance; they don't measure the homers only. And, uh, but I worked hard though. I wasn't a prospect coming out with the Diamondbacks. I wasn't a prospect. Uh, I wasn't a suspect either. Were, were you always a catcher or did you play other positions? No, I was always a catcher. I wasn't a prospect. I wasn't a suspect either. I, 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 I play hard. I play, 
I, I always have one thing that I want to play the game the right way. I want to play hard because it's kids out there watching us play, and we're example for the kids. And, and you know, you, you don't want to play the game dirty, though. You don't want to play the game dirty. You don't want to be... And, and to me, the biggest responsibility was, like, you don't want to get a DUI. You don't want to have a family uh, problems, like... Uh, I don't want to say that, though. <laughs> you know what? Like, and, and, and believe it, like, I, 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 I think I accomplished my all goals. Like, I, I learned the language. I was a good teammate with the Diamondbacks, not with the cops. <laughs> and with the Blue Jays, though. But not with the cops, though. Uh, so, you know, I accomplished two and a half out of three goals that I had. Uh, two and a half. So, with that being said, it was like, but it was the things that I had in mind. I, I never thought I was going to play it in the big league because I, I never thought I was good enough to get there. And, but I work hard, though. I work my butt off every single day. Um, I call home every day crying to my mom. And my dad would take the fun out of my mom. He's like, you want to be a baseball player? Stop crying and be a man. Let's go. <laughs> And you know what? It was a true story. It was like, you know what? You're right. I wanted to be a baseball player. And, you know, things happen for a reason when you work hard. It worked out pretty good. It worked out great, though. I can't complain. <laughs> I can't complain. You Life know, is good. He is our 20th Cub player out here, and uh, we always do Q&As, but he's slowly moving to the top of the Q&As. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people are so polite, saying the right things all the time. Come on, guys. You don't want to say that. Say, say what you think, though. That's the problem, man. What was it like catching a no-hitter? My second one? <laughs> well, my second one was pretty good, though. It was a lot easier than my first one. I'll tell you that, though. My first was, was only 148 pitches and nine walks. Oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. So I had bases loaded pretty much the first three innings. So I didn't even know it was a no-hitter going because he was, he was full of traffic. The bases were full of traffic every inning. So, I mean, I mean, we got three guys. At least one of those got hit. No, they all walked. Walk. Another three walks. It's like, okay, man. I realized that in the ninth inning. And, but my second one was a lot easier. Jay was super nasty in 15, though. He was nasty, though. He was like, he was even nastier to catch, though. He was like, choo, choo, choo. It was box bunny thing going on. Boom, 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 boom. He was so good. He was like, he, he, he's so good. Jake is, he was, he's so good. And he's still good. And he just, uh, he works hard as anybody in the field. And, you know, uh, I know he had a tough years coming, coming up with the, with the Baltimore. He had a rough coming up, but he, 
he, he ended up figuring out, and, and I'm happy for him because he's such a good guy. A lot of people think that he and I, we don't get along at all. I'm wearing his freaking watch that he gave me. Nice, yeah. You know what? Right here, he says, no heater. <laughs> right there, boys. All of you. So when a lot of people think that he and I won't get along, that's bad. Because he and I, we, we get along well. And, and that night before I got released from the cops, Theo called me and he's like, hey, you got to apologize to Jake. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put you in a speaker because he's right here with me. <laughs> no shit, huh? People don't say that, though. People don't say that because he's a true, though. He was there with me, and I said, man, you know what? I told the people this because I told you, I already told you this in the spring training, and you don't care, and that's how it is, man. And uh, and he's like, yeah, man, don't worry about it, whatever. <laughs> and then the next day, I got the call. He's like, oh, man, we, we had a talk, and we decided to put you in waiver. I'm like, waiver? Why don't you release me so I can go anywhere I want, though? Oh, no, no. Don't worry. We, we, we figure something out. I'm like, yeah, you figure something out. What about myself? Yeah. But, uh, but it, was, it was hard. It was hard for me, for my family, because we, we really love Chicago. We really did love Chicago, and we still love Chicago. And the, fam, the people here, the fan base, the, everybody here was great in I got to say, like I always say, I'm always honest. Uh, I cried a lot, though. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you this, and I'm about to cry, because uh, it was hard. It was hard. Because uh, I, felt, I felt part of the Chicago city, though. It was such a great place. And it's, uh, it, was, it was hard for me when the people say that I was a bad teammate, though. And even harder when I came and played here, and people just booed me. I was like, no? Do I regret what I say? Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know if I regret what I say because I, you know, I, I didn't even throw anybody out when I was here <laughs> the first day, though. <laughs> Since I got here, no, I never even throw a guy out. And all of a sudden, they're like, oh, we're going to let you go. He's like, all right, man. And and I love I love I love the fan base I love I love all of them in Chicago though, and and it's just every time I come here it just bring a good memories and it brings a and I live in Phoenix though I got the Diamondbacks I played nine years for the Diamondbacks in the big league nine nine well, yeah. nine years in the big league with the Diamondbacks I don't remember a day there. Though. <laughs> I only played three with the Cubs, and I remember every single day going into the field. I remember every single day going in, in the bench and watch my fans and watch everybody else, and they all great. And it just, it was just great, though. I'll tell you what, Miguel, you wake up every morning. To a World Series Chicago Cubs championship ring, man. And I'll tell you what. 
But you know what? You know, you know about the 85 Bears, right? They're still riding off that shit. You'll be around forever in Chicago, buddy. Right? But you know what? I will give out my ring for a big, like when I come into Chicago, a big round of applause, like Mickey, you know? I will give it up just for that because you know what? I want the people to remember, you know what? I did, I played the game right. I played hard every single day. I give my best every single time for the team, for my teammates, play hard. And you know what? There were, I had one thing that was very special that I don't care if it was 0 for 4, but I care for my pitchers more than anyone in the game right now, though. More than Woo! anyone in the game right now. I guarantee you that. And I got a father over here that he probably knows that, though. I can go all for five with four strikeouts, but I care for my pitcher more than anything. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Are you flying the plane tomorrow? <laughs> but uh, honestly, it's a. Uh, uh, First of all, it's an it's a, it's a honor to be here, though, in the Club 4400, though. You know what? I love my hat, though. <laughs> and uh, I, I got to say this. Thank all of you guys to be here. Uh, it means a lot to me. Uh, be in front of you guys. I appreciate you guys. Uh, for me, it was easy to be here, though. But for you guys... I, I was never expecting this crowd, and and it's awesome. It's awesome that all you guys are here. I appreciate Thank you all. A lot of people say thank you, but no, forget about me. It's all about you guys. Thank you for your support for the Cubs. They keep supporting the Cubs because you know what? There's a great team, great organization, and they're doing a lot of great teams, and they're going to be great for a long time, man. I don't know if you're going to win a world, another World Series so no. <laughs> You'd probably be okay with that, huh? No, 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 no. I really don't, though. I really, like, it's funny because when they go in the playoff, uh, like this year in the wild card, I was like, golly, come on, guys. It's really bad. I was like, you know, so it, I, have, I, have, I had a three, guy, three, boy, well, three kids, an eight-year-old boy, seven-year-old girl, and he's a baby, a newborn. Okay. He doesn't know anything. <laughs> He, he have to watch Daddy on YouTube because he's never watching him li life. So um, my eight-year-old guy, he goes like, my eight-year-old guy who's like, let's go, Cubbies, let's go, let's go. Like, he doesn't even remember the Diamondbacks, though. And his heart is all the Cubs. He's, he's a Cub fan. He really is. He's a Cub fan. And my daughter, you know, my daughter is a little prick, though. She's a little <laughs> And she goes like, Daddy, they fire you. <laughs> Why do you care for them? And I'm like, Camila, um, you're right. You're right, Camila. But I don't know why I keep following them, though. Like, I want them to win, though. And my son is like, yeah, oh, that's Anthony Rizzo. That's Chris Ryan. That's the other guy. I'm like, come on, man. Chill out, though. 
the worst part is like I asked my kid, he's like, who's your favorite player? He's like, Chris Bryan. <laughs> what about daddy? <laughs> well, you're, you're, you're right there. You're in the mix. <laughs> Come on, man. Save it. <laughs> Who pays the school? <laughs> Who pays the school, boy? <laughs> but like I say, man, I, I want to thank you all. Uh, you guys are great fans. Uh, and you know what? You guys make me feel in two and a half years that I was here that uh, I only had one team in my career. Woo! Yeah, I was like, I was in my career. People ask me, like, I feel like I was only a Cubs. Honestly, true story. And like, I, like I say, you know, I speak the truth. I speak too much, but I speak the truth. And I say, I felt like I was just a Cubs. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember any other team, though, that I played. That's humble, yeah. So it came a guy today with a Washington jersey. <laughs> Write the number down. I'm like, man, turn it around because I don't remember the number that I wore there. Though. <laughs> I don't remember the number, honestly. Like, I didn't. It's just like, I only remember a 47. And my heart has always been a 47. Uh, and you know what? I even know whatever happened with the cops, I... I'm always going to be a Cubs, though. I love the Cubs, and I, win, I wish the best of the Cubs. And I can only... I just want the Cubs to win every single year, though. You are going to be a part of the Cubs and Chicago forever, buddy. And that's the truth, dude. Thank you. Thank you. I want to thank Brian, Sh Brian Schwartz over here. Uh, He's owned a family business for a long time, and he's run Schwartz memorabilia. If you ever need a, a nice Christmas gift... Uh, he, he's he's the, one of the nicest guys in the industry that you ever want to meet, and he's responsible for bringing Miggy out here tonight. So, uh, Schwartz memorabilia, all right, guys, and uh, don't hesitate to buy from that guy. He's a, he's awesome. So, uh. hey, I want to take Joe though for bringing me out here though. Joe, 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 you're doing a shot of Jaeger with me before we leave hey. tonight, right? Joe, thank you for bringing me out here, man. Oh, dude, it's been an honor and a privilege to have you out here. And uh, Brian did a lot of them. We did oh, a lot Brian, of things. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to Twitter you up to say, hey, we want to get you to Club Horn. I could not get a hold of you. And then I knew Brian. They didn't give you my number, though? No. Oh, my God. They're such a pros, though. <laughs> They're such a pros, though. But now you are a part of Club 400 alumni, and we want you back again one day. I'll tell you what, if there's one guy I want back, it's this guy. Hey, you know what? Next time, we're gonna, you're going to bring another player. Yes. I'm going to be the one doing the Q&A, though. Because I want to hear the true story. <laughs> Stu, I'm sure we'll gladly hand over the mics for that. Hey, we had CJ over here, CJ Edwards, awesome guy. He's awesome. He's a good kid, a great kid, though. He's awesome. He's uh, my sister came from Venezuela like two years ago, and he, my sister babysit for them, so he was real super nice to her, though. And so we like him, though. <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding. But like, he's a, he's such a nice guy, though. I like him, and he's super nasty too, though. Oh yeah. He had a cut '97 with a 12-6 hammer. Oh, my God. He's good, though. He's a good kid, though. And he only weighed 130 pounds. <laughs> Gary, you going to queue up Go Cubs Go or what? Um, 
We'll take one more good question. We got to end it off. Oh. I know. I got oh, we got, we'll take two more, okay? We're good. Hey, he, he's got to leave at 6 a.m. on a okay. flight, and a, I want him hungover, okay? Hey, don't worry about me, though. Don't worry about me. As long as I get an Uber there, later on, like later, 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 I'm good, man. You want her to go first? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you know, you're, you're one of my favorite players. Uh, when you came here, I, I remember when you played with Arizona, you know, in those days. And when the Cubs got you, I'm like, this is, you know, this guy's good. Good hitter, veteran. He's, he knows what he's doing. As a Venezuelan uh, player that came up uh, with you as a rookie, Wilson Contreras, did you feel a special bond with him? Did you feel that you had to mentor him a little bit more because he's a fellow countryman? And, and then the other thing is everything that's going on in Venezuela right now, I know it's got to be so hard for you and your family and all the Venezuelan players. So, yeah, that's a good question, though. Uh, I came in and I was with the Cubs, great, you know, and... And then I, I had to go catch Lester because uh, Russ got a mild concussion. <laughs> so I got to go catch Lester. And I sprayed my thumb. I sprayed my thumb. And, uh, and I got to go to Dublin. So uh, I went to Dublin and I saw Wilson playing. And when I saw Wilson playing, I'm like, oh, whoa. I was, I was like, whoa. I was impressed what I was seeing, though. I'm like, damn. This guy's going to take all of us job. <laughs> I was true story. I'm telling you, honestly, like, I was like, whoa. Because he's a real deal, though. He's a real deal. So I told him, like, hey, man, uh, you want to go for, I'm going to take you out for lunch tomorrow. Give me your number. He's like, oh, man, I, 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 my phone is, uh, the line is cut off. I. Uh, I can pay my calling car, like I can pay the, 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 the prepaid car. I'm like, well, prepaid car? What are you talking about, man? I'm like, you don't have a phone? He's like, yeah, well, I have a phone, but I don't have a line. It's like, damn. I'm like, you know what, man? Let me call my agent. Thank you. Oh, my God. They keep loading me here. This is magic. This is magic. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, let me call my agent. Let me call my agent. And uh, let me get this thing good to go, though. So I call my agent. I say to my agent, I say, hey, man, uh, I need a cell phone. I don't need a line. I need a cell phone. And I need a contract right here. Though. Tomorrow, I want to overnight it here, Tennessee, Smokies. Tomorrow, he's like, for what? For Wilson Contreras, he's like, who's that? Don't worry about it. He's the one who's going to take all of us job. And Jesse Rogers say that, though. Jesse Rogers, you guys know Jesse Rogers, the oh, reporter? By the way, Jesse was going to come here tonight. You guys know Jesse Rogers, ESPN 1000. So uh, JP, he's around here somewhere. He tweeted that you were coming here tonight. He really wanted to be here tonight. He's so busy. I know he did, though. Because yeah. <laughs> I always give him a good lines. I always give him a good talk. He told me, though, he told me, honestly, he told me, of all the Cubs players I've ever met, as far as people, Miguel is the best. 
And that says a lot because he's met a lot of players. Yeah. Know? He loves you, man. Like, he's, you know, he had something to do Yeah, with he said I threw him on the bus, too, though. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I like Jesse, though. I like Jesse, though. I like, you know what? I have always, I'm not going to go the other way, though. Let me keep telling my story, though. <laughs> so I told, I told my, he's like, he's like, oh, man, where is he? Is he a prospect? I'm like, I don't care if he's a prospect. He's main prospect in my book, though. He's 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 star, though. Like this guy's the real deal. Like he's a, he's legit, though. So he's like, okay, man, whatever, yo, whatever you say, man. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna send it tomorrow. Send it overnighted. No, whatever. He's like, but he wasn't comfortable doing it. He ended up doing it. I was there, still there, and he's got the. The little envelope with the cell phone and the contract. Signed the contract with all the envelopes, sent it back. So he ended up signing with my agent. Next year, Theo called me. He goes like, hey, Miggy, uh, we're thinking about calling Contreras up. Because he was like, it was like, cause I, he knew me, though. Like, he knew me that I was, I'm hard, though. Like, I'm, I'm tough, too. Like, you know, but he called me and he goes like, Miggy, uh, we're thinking about, what do you think? I'm like, I think it's a great deal, though. I told him straight on, honestly, like, the bottom of my heart, I'm telling you, like, in front of you guys, I say, I think it's a good deal because he's going to make our team better. Because guess what, though? Ross and I, we suck, though. This guy's a real fucking deal, though. <laughs> I told him just like that, though, honestly. He like... People, they don't say that, though. That's what bothers me. It's like, they don't really say that. And I told him that. I'm like, okay, we're going to call him for a couple of weeks. He come up to the big league. I'm like, hey, man, you know what? I told him, uh, you know what? He, they say you were coming here for a couple of weeks, but you're not going back. I told, I told Wilson. They put it right next to my locker, though. But you're not going back. He's like, no, no, I'm not going back. I'm like, you better not, though. Because if you do, you're letting me down, though. Sure enough, he's not, he's not going back. And, and then, I guess my agent got a new phone, and he deleted my phone number, though. <laughs> he never called me again. Oh. You know what, right? It's okay, though. You know what? Because you know what? I already paid him. He knew I wasn't going to pay him no more. Like, oh, this guy. Oh, he's, he's already banged up. He's already like, oh, crap. Like, so, so, in 17, he was the starting catcher. What do you think about Wilson being the starting catcher? I'm like, do we got somebody else in the team? We don't, though. So, he makes... He made my backup role in 17 and 16 not too much because 16 we got David Ross and nobody else. So it was hard for me when we got 180 career hitting batting average against me. And then they're like, oh, well, about, am I a backup? Or I'm like, what am I? Though? That was tough for me, though. Nobody ever told me anything. That's what, like, Oh, Miggy, you know, he's just complaining about. He's like, well, well, nobody told me who I'm, what's my role is. So 
you know, when you come from an all-star, catching every day, and then all of a sudden you're benching. But nobody tells you anything. You're like, okay, man, where am I? Where am I? Where am I? Give, me, give me a gui guidance, though. And, but Wilson, he ended up with my agent. He's still with my, well, not my agent, because I got my own company now. So, uh, but I'm happy for him because I know he's going to be great. And in 17, I always talked to him. I, it, was, it was times at the beginning of the season before, before I was let go. I remember calling him in the side, and it was right after a shower. I remember I, like now, though. And I say, man, what's going on with your mind? What's in your mind? Oh, no, I'm good. I'm like, no, you're not good, man. You think because I got two hits today, I'm going to take your job? I don't want that job because I really didn't want that job. In 17, I didn't, I didn't want that job. I can't catch every day anymore. I knew that. My body knows that, though. You're the catcher. You're the cop's catcher. So stop competing against me. You are a guy, though. We're counting on you, though. I told him that straight up, though. And he's like, oh, man, you know, like, thank you. Thank you for letting me know that. Like, I, I, I want you to go four for four every single day so I don't have to play and I get my check without even work. <laughs> so so he, he kind of cooled off a little bit there. And, and then the next day I was playing. He knew I was playing the next day. And I got a couple hits. And then Joe takes me out on the eighth. And put Wilson in. <laughs> and then I told Joe, I'm like, hey, Joe, you know, man, like, uh, I told Wilson this and this. Like, I told what I told you guys. So, like, oh, great, great. But you're catching tomorrow. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I really want him to be catching tomorrow. Because now he's really going to think that I'm going to take his job. I don't want his job. This body can take that anymore, though. So the next day I was catching, and he was, like, all frustrated and all this. And, but the reality is, like, he's a great catcher. He's got all the tools. He's got... I don't know who asked me that. Like, I think the driver from the airport today asked me, who do you think is the best catcher in the game right now? And then he goes, Salvador Perez? Eh. <laughs> Jari Molina? Overrated. <laughs> Buster Posse? Yeah, he's right there, though. He's like, so who do you think, then? And I say to him, honestly, like I say, though, like you guys, straight up, I say, you know what? There is no one catcher in the big league, not in the National League, in the big league. They got the tools that Wilson Contreras has. He can do it all. He can hit. He can catch. He can throw. He can do it all. But it's all about here, though. He's got the tools. He needs the number one tool right now, though. And, but he's young. He's going to mature to it. He's going to get there. And... I love Wilson, though. I really love Wilson, and I enjoy watching him catch, and I enjoy watching him hit and 
play the game because I think he's great. And as soon as I left, I think he got a little relief. Oh. Like, okay, I got no competition now. And he went off, though. He went off. He was like homer after homers. I don't think he even got a hit. <laughs> it was all homers and doubles and homers and doubles. And, and, but you know what I'm saying is like he, the Cubs teams that got everything to be a World Series champs again. You know what pissed me off? I'm not going to get another ring. <laughs> no, but you know what? Like I want him to win another ring because they got everything. And you know what? They got a great GM. Who's the GM? Theo. Theo, right, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Well, it's a president operation or whatever. But you know what? They got a good GM. What well, he's get some shots over here right now, some rompements. We need a tray over here. But Theo is a great guy. Uh, he's a... Uh, He's got an amazing personality, and he cares for every player. And not only the players, though. He cares for our family in the game, though, which is very, very important. And he does a great job doing that, taking care of the families. And, and that's why it probably was hard for me to leave this organization because uh, the family was so comfortable. The family loved every single minute here. And, and I... I'm going to miss the cops forever, though. I'm really going to miss the cops forever because I don't remember other organization. You don't have to miss us, man. We're, we're around, all right? <laughs> you are part of Chicago Cubs lore forever, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. It means a lot, though. Patty, I want to get Patty's question over there. She forgot. What? Oh, she forgot her question. She forgot the question. Patty was drinking all day, by the way, Miguel. He's, she's been drinking since 2 o'clock. I'm surprised... I've been signing from 11, 1030, though. Come on. <laughs> I got you beat. Anywho, <laughs> so I was just wondering, out of all the battery mates that you've had, which that's a lot with all the teams that you've played, which has been the nastiest that you've ever seen? And I just want to say thank you. I was at an event, like, four years ago, and... I, I asked you to take a picture with me, and you're like, I'll be right back. Don't worry, I won't forget you. And you didn't. And not I didn't. A lot of, no, you I didn't. got back, right? You got back, and we took the coolest awesome. picture together. And there's not a lot of players that do that. They're just like, yeah, I'll be right back. And they don't give a rat's ass. So you are cool for that. You were very nice to me, and thank you for that. Thank you. But what battery mate was cool? I mean, what, what, what made you like say, "Oh my God, that's ridiculous"? You know, I had a, I had a, I was lucky enough to have a good pitchers. Oh yeah. I was lucky enough to have, to be the personal catchers of a good pitchers, all, Hall of Fame pitchers. Yeah. Let me put it that way, though. Hall of Fame, yeah. not a good pitchers, Hall of Fame, and. I just care for my pitchers. That was the only good thing that I had right. And, and I had a manager in the minor league that always taught me, like, hey, you know what? Your number one priority is catch. Your number two priority is catch. Number three is keep catching. 
So I was like, when it's about hitting, he's like, it's never about hitting for a catcher. I was like, wow. You know, and I got to the Cubs. Well, I was with the Diamondbacks, and I had to catch Levan Hernandez. MVP 1988, right? 97, 98, the Marlins. Oh, boy. I would never back down. Cheers. Hey, hey, you know what? First of all, I want to thank him for having me in his man cave, though. I really do want to thank you for having me here, though. Thanks, Yeah, you do it. Oh, boy. Cheers. Tequila. Tequila. Oh, boy. Nice. That was a menthol. So, yeah. I'm glad you recognize it. So, let's give him a round of applause for this guy, though. Please. This guy, he knows how to throw a party, though. He really knows how to throw a party, though. Dude, I'll tell you what. When, uh, I was so excited to get him here. I was telling Eric, my brother, and Eric, actually, he's been watching the Q&A, which is unbelievable, because he usually doesn't, but... Uh, <laughs> I didn't know he had the attention you know, span. Every player that comes here, they're so polite, and they say the right things all the time. People tired to hear the right things, right? Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Stop saying the right things, man. Say what you think. I'm going to give Brian Schwartz a hangover tomorrow. I think that's my goal. Joe. Joe, we're doing a shot before you leave, and I got a car. He needs one, though. Okay? He's got a migraine going on, Oh, though. come on, dude. We need to kill that, though. Tequila. All right, your favorite drink, and then uh, this is how we're going to end this. Your favorite drink. If you're at a bar, what do you order? A Bud Light or uh, <laughs> A what? <laughs> but light and what? What's your favorite go-to drink? If uh, you're like, I'm gonna go out and tear it up tonight. What am I? What are you drinking? I always drink scotch, though. Scotch, yeah. 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 You know, a lot of people say like, I, I actually hang out with a lot of baseball players. They're like, oh, give me a blue label. I'm like, come on, guys, blue label is at nine hundred dollars a bottle. Black Label is a $300 bottle. After the first one, they all taste the same. <laughs> Why do you want to spend so much money on it, though? Yeah, and then five years later, oh, they're bankrupt. Like, they're, they're broke. Yeah, with the Blue Label, man, got you there, though. Let's give it up for Miguel Montero. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Hey, thank you. Thank you all, guys. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah.